We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty is on CFB Nation, presented by Twisted T. I just wanted to point out what I saw on the broadcast, you know. Hey, may, you know, maybe I'm stirring the pot, but I know what I saw. I know what I saw. Ain't no love lost between five and ten, based upon what I saw. Like, no. Five cannot wait to get to the offseason. Like, yo, because Kenny Minchie is all, always, man, Kenny Minchie, remember? Preseason was like, yo, <laughs> these quarterbacks and these wide receivers on this level, man. Like, yo, like you throw the ball and you have to be right there, accurate, and da 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 And it's like, okay, all right, I, I hear you. I hear you. And like you said, the development, I think Geno Godouli's. In my opinion, opinion left, Gino Gadulli's value has been shown in what we've seen. Regardless of who he's playing against, what we've seen from Steve Angeli. It's like, okay. Yeah, I mean, Steve Angeli has done a great job of just being prepared, man. I think for the effort that he's been able to give, he's could he could have easily taken these little reps and played terrible and just been exactly what some people would have thought. But I do think for what he's asked, he's proven that there's some sort of consistency outside of the starter of guys that are still working to be in the weights. And Steven mm-hmm. Jones proved that, done it confidently. Now, it ain't been against nobody. And, you know, he's had the better team and, you know, everything at his disposal. But that's what you're supposed to do. So it's good for him. He was able to do that. But I didn't know he was giving Sam – one or two million to come for this season. I didn't know that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let me explain this, dude, because, you know, we did a show called The Blame Game. And I told people, man, I'm not going into this whole offensive coordinator blaming him for Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman has played. He's played bad. Ain't got nothing to do with the OC. That pick six against Clemson had nothing to do with the OC. Nothing. Him missing the wide open receiver in the end zone when they were down there when Gino Gadulli is in his butt on the sideline like, dude, you got to throw it. That ain't got nothing to do with the play call. That's Sam Hartman playing bad football, which he's played up until this last week. And he didn't start off the game playing that well, to be honest, in my opinion. We're not going to play this blame game. Let me tell you why, Left. Ron Zook is a horrible coach, Left. Horrible. Great recruiter. Horrible coach. You know, you know when Ron Zook looked really good, Left? Let me show you what playmakers do. Ron Zook looked real good when he had Rashard Mendenhall, Juice Williams, or really it's being a great offensive line. Oh, Ron Zook looked like a genius, didn't he, at Illinois? Didn't he left? But as soon as that talent left, what happened? That's why I say it. I don't want to hear nothing about Jared Parker. You just said it, left. You just said it. Get a quarterback that can make the difference, and we won't be hearing about Jared Parker. Nobody can talk about Jared Parker. You go get a dude at quarterback. Jared Parker in this offense is averaging 37 and a half points left. That's the most points in like a decade. And cats want to sit up here. Oh, Jared Parker, Jared Parker, Jared Parker. And look, especially going up in the schedule next year. Please, but go pay three, four million for an OC against. You got a quarterback. Train them up. You got three yeah, quarterbacks got lined up. Train them up. You got yeah, three quarterbacks up. lined up. Three quarterbacks lined up. Offensive talent. All dude. Did you see Eli Raritan? Eli Raritan looked pretty good. Right? Against Wake Forest. Eli Raritan was wide open. Left. Eli Raritan was wide open against Clemson about three or four times. Ten didn't throw him the ball. That's not Jared Parker's fault. See, that's why I love when I get like the little steals and the, like the little video cuts of the All-22, because it tells the truth. See, and when everybody wants to sit here and like give excuses for 10, 
Like, all 10. It's Jared Park. It's this. It's that. He ain't confident. The quarterback's been incompetent. That's who's been incompetent because he's made bad decisions all year. All year. He's made bad decisions. And if you want to forgive, this is this is what upsets me. This He ain't even a Notre Dame dude, left. He ain't even a Notre Dame dude. And Notre Dame fans will, will throw this dude a life preserver and make excuses for him and have zero empathy for an offensive line. Zero. None. That's learning a brand new system and learning a third brand new ideology in three years. No empathy for the offensive line. But we got to protect Sam Hartman. He's played like trash. Yeah, yeah. He's played like trash. But the fan base wants to rally around him like, oh, no, it's because they broke him. Dog, you a veteran quarterback? How can you be spooked? They've used words like broken, spooked. You ain't a dude. Not 50 games in. You 50 you games You 50 in. games in, and they talking about you being broken and spooked? Man, stop. 50. Stop. Right, these people stop. understand most kids probably get 18 games started in their whole career. I'm not, I'm not doing that. 18. Hell, I only got less than five. Sam got over 50. Yes. You know how many defensive snaps and players and schemes and game plans and clutch moments and game-like situations and 50 plus? 50. There's nothing the man ain't seen. And you tell him he got broke? No, 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 no. The words using what? They broke him? Because, first of all, when is Sam offensive line? If that's the case, that's embarrassing. Wake Forest offensive line has never, ever, ever, ever been at any point better Man. than Notre Dame's line at its worst during Brian Kelly or Marcus Freeman's era. Ever. Kane Madden and all. Are you telling me that they made him worse? No way. <laughs> and he and he got spooked out of after an interception. What are we talking about, man? That that to me. That to me is the most upsetting thing. Like, let things be true, right? Like, when we did the blame game show, dude, you can say, dude, O line hasn't been good at certain points. Sam Hartman hasn't been good. Jared Park hasn't been good. Okay, you point out those facts. The fact of the matter is, they're averaging 37 and a half points a game. That's a fact that like, you can't dispute that. Now, you can sit up here and talk about what do they do against bad, good teams. Uh, okay, that's fine. They're averaging more points than they have in over a decade. They definitely give so him a you better can't, So you can't take that away from Jared Parker. You just can't say, well, that doesn't have anything to do with Jared Parker. That's a fact. That's a fact. So if we're going to talk facts and evenly apply, Everybody being bad or responsibility, then be fair as well. I just pointed out, I can give you a list of average coaches across all sports. Zach Taylor is an average head coach. 
But gosh darn it, he looked real good with T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Now you know, okay. Wait a minute. What was Zach Taylor before Joe Burrow got there? What was Zach Taylor before Joe Burrow got there? Answer the question, Left. What was Zach Taylor before Joe's? Okay. Joe Burrow is out. We're about to see who Zach Taylor is. <laughs> Don't sit up and act like Zach Taylor is like Belichick, the big walrus in Kansas City. He ain't on that level, dude. He's not. He, he's not on that level, but don't he's say an av- he's, he's a bad coach. coach now. I, wait, did I say he was bad? I said he's an average coach. Oh, okay. I said he's an average coach. <laughs> and I said I can point to average coaches across the entire sports landscape that look darn good because they got really talented players. Oh, That's yeah. all I'm saying. There's a lot of players that make coaches. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. while we sitting up here worrying about who the OC, I don't give a darn who the OC is. That, if that quarterback position at Notre Dame does not elevate, it doesn't matter who the OC is, bro. It don't matter, yeah. Especially against good teams. You're a bad OC if your quarterback stinks. It, it won't matter. Yeah. As you eloquently pointed out at the beginning of the show, it won't matter. Right? Mm. It won't matter. Because the talent's there on the offensive line, the talent's there in the running back room, the talent's there in the tight end room. Okay, The wide receiver room is young. Cam Williams and Tobias, Braylon James are the three speedsters that can take the top off the defense next year. Hopefully, they develop and they can do something. That's right. You got the inside guys with Jordan Faison, Jaden Greyhouse, and Rico. And it's not like we we done moved in. We done moved into the nice luxury house and got the smart computer and the the smart refrigerator with the with the clap on lights. All we just of that. Don't got nobody to wire it to activate it. All of that. Can't All nobody that. turn on the nice the nice uh, what do they call it the blinders with a, with an electric and they just they just come. no can't nobody fix it can't nobody put it in. You know what? I stopped myself several times from asking you this question, left. But on this day, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you. What would you have done? With this running back room, this offensive line, in the same wide receiver situation, if you had Tobias and Jordan Faison with this offensive line and these running backs, how many shots would you take a game? Oh, it would just be it would be like baseball. I'm either getting home runs or strikeouts. I'm either taking bombs or I'm handing it off. That's it. I might hit some deep overs with Faison and hit a post over top the opposite direction with Tobias. It wouldn't be a – it would be like Wisconsin with Russell Wilson and Nick Toon when he had Melvin Gordon and Absolutely. James White. Absolutely. Them boys was taking shots. And the, and the one white guy they had, you know, they always got the one, the one athletic white dude that – I mean, he was killing it. It was Alcatraz, Alcatraz, or something like that. He was nice. Mm-hmm. With Toon. It was just like that. No, you're talking about Abadares. Abadares. You called yeah, him Alcatraz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> called him Alcatraz, bro. Abadares. Yeah, Abadares. You're talking about Abadares. was sweet. Oh, he was nice. Abadares was sweet. Oh, yeah. So, oh, it would just be, I mean, that's what made. During that time, so nice. He said, 
<laughs> not only was it was it good football, it was tough football, but it was exciting. Yeah. Because you yeah. got Russell back there, he'll run around, he'll throw it deep. Yeah. And, and the coverages were predictable. Yeah. It's one on one deep. Because you you so worried about the run game, it's one on one and hope you can catch up type of plays. We had a lot of success early on with Will because what do teams do? Load the box and press us on the outside. It just so happened we got Will Fuller out there. So he get off that little jam. Oh, it's it's nothing behind him. And a lot, and if you can't make a team pay, they'll keep doing it. And that's just the rut that which we've gotten into is that teams started to play us differently, you know, real early. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, listen, like, we can't give up the bombs because that can come out at any point. So we got to stay a softer shell, which helped our run game, you know. So for us, you know, play action would be premium. I wouldn't even need to feel as if we need to go too much shotgun until teams can dominate us in the trenches. But other than that, roll out some play action passes. It would look like the early 2000 Big Ten football. With Troy Smith and Juice, that was heavy play action and running. It wasn't no spread. Why? We already got three, four tight ends anyway. We under the center, left, right, taking shots. It would be so sweet. Hey, you know, Coach, Coach, Coach Freeman, by all means, if you need me to send you the film of Illinois and Juice Williams going into Ohio Stadium, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. You know, how to use a run game with a talented quarterback. And- Deuce Knight with, with Terrell Pryor in Ohio State. Call Trestle. Be like, Trestle, what did you do with Terrell Pryor? Because that's what we're going to do with Deuce Knight. Yeah. Terrell, everybody knew Terrell couldn't throw the ball that well, but hell, it didn't matter. He was 6'6", fast as heck, and had an arm when he needed it. And they had the receivers. Yeah, see. See, uh, someone pointed out the offensive line again. uh, And we'll get to the grades right after this. Uh, We are not Marshall. Always tapping in with us. We appreciate you. When Michigan realized they couldn't outspeed Penn State, they turned and learned on, leaned on their massive O-line and ran it 32 times straight on the road. We came up with excuses for our O-line. No one came up with excuses for our O-line, but once again, I ask you the question. Name the game that Notre Dame didn't have a chance to win. There's only one you game. Can't, you can't name it. You can only blame the O-line for one game, and that's Louisville. Every other game, the O-line played good enough for Notre Dame to win. I would say that, yeah. Period. That's all you can ask your O-line Because our defense do. kept us in every single – it wasn't a game where our defense just was just couldn't stop the bleeding and we just had to shoot out. It wasn't no shootouts. That's, that's we had it, no bro. shootouts this year. None. They see the, the offensive line in Notre Dame is always the low hanging fruit for fans, bro. It's the first offensive line. You know why? Because Notre Dame ain't got nothing else in big games offensively. Nothing else. There's nothing else you can go to. You can't lean on that star quarterback because Notre Dame hasn't had one. They haven't had a difference maker at quarterback. So the low hanging fruit to blame every time they lose a big game, the offensive line didn't do that job. That's weak. That's weak. 
Because the job of an offensive line against good teams is to give you an opportunity to win, and then your best players make plays. Show me the playmakers. Show me the playmakers in the big game. They don't have any. Don't have so all any. that weight, all that weight that's always on the offensive line. I don't do. I ain't sitting up here saying game by game you can't critique the offensive line. Because who was your player? But there is Ohio State. The Ohio State offensive line is mid left, mid, mid. But it's real easy when you got Marvin, bro. When you got that chess piece. The Georgia offensive line just got three starters back this week, left. This week, they've been mid. That Georgia offensive line was mid when they played Auburn. Mid early in the season with a young quarterback. You know who they had to go to in the fourth quarter? 19. 19. I don't care if you double them, you bracket them, you zone them, you can't stop them. Can't stop him. You can't stop them. That brother nice. That's it. Notre Dame has been playmaker deficient. Period. Against good teams and in big games. They've been playmaker deficient. That's the the question. Who are you looking at and anticipating and watching when you watch Notre Dame? You can't name a player. No. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea. Your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. You cannot name one player. Even Louisville had a number of player they wanted, number two or whatever the receiver. Jamari Thrash. Even they got a player. They Who the play? Jamari Thrash. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you how smart this is. Now, this is where coaching comes in. Jamari Thrash played against Miami this week with a fractured left hand, bro. He was dropping passes all day, all day, and was mad. But he got, dude, he got a fracture. As soon as the ball hit his hand, you could tell. It was painful. So he couldn't bring balls in. I think he was targeted eight times. He ended up with maybe two receptions or something. He dropped four passes. It was crazy. But you know what Braum did? He went tight end crazy and used his chest piece to get his tight ends open. Now, if you want to go with Jared Parker for stuff like that, being creative, using motion, using people to get other people open, have at it. Have at it. Have at it. Have at it. But we got to stop, man. We got to stop as a fan base. Just automatically grab and hold to the offensive line, dude. Because that's the only thing. That's the only. That's the only chess piece we've had in the last decade going into big games. Our offensive line. Our offensive line. Our offensive line. That's it. 
And if the offensive line doesn't dominate, it's the offensive line's fault. Where do they do that at? Where, where does that happen in elite football programs? Where? We got to do better, man. We got to do better. Because we've seen incremental improvement this year, in my opinion, right? Left what we asked for this year, we asked for, this is what we said, you brought Sam Hartman here to win three games. That's right. And in the other games, we want to see Notre Dame treat inferior competition the way they, who treat them like they are, who they are. Yeah. Notre Dame has done that. They've done that. Facts. The terrible teams, Notre Dame has crushed. That's an improvement from the last time we were watching Jack Cone having to hit Kyron Williams in the fourth quarter against Toledo, barely beating Virginia Tech on the road and barely beating a, a four-win Florida State team in overtime. Because that's, that's where Notre Dame was. Everything was a struggle. Everything. Now you've gotten to the point, coming off disappointing losses last year to Stanford and Marshall left, to where now Notre Dame has taken the next step. It's like, okay, when we face teams that we are just, we're going to, man, we're going to smash these bad teams. Now the next step is, we just can't compete with the good teams. We have to beat them. We have to beat them, right? Remember when everybody laughed at us early in the season, we looked at the schedule and we said, hey, y'all, this USC game, this ain't a tough game. Because USC is trash in the trenches. This is not a tough game for Notre Dame. That's right. USC doesn't have a number one first-round pick receiver like Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison was the only receiver last year that was turning Benjamin Morrison around. He turned him around twice. That's because he's a dude. Only receiver I've seen give Benjamin Morrison problems since his time in Notre Dame. The only one. Only one. USC doesn't have that receiver this year. They had to go get Brendan Rice from Colorado. So it's a lot of ways you can look at this season. Moving forward, it's Stanford. I want to see the youngsters left. I want to continue to see the youngsters. I want to continue to see Eli Raritan and Sean. That's I want to see Cooper Flanagan shine. I want to see Ashton Craig and Billy Shrout get better and fight and shine. That's what it's about. Oh, dude, this, se this season is what it is. This season, yeah, this season is what it is. Dude, wasting conversation about what has happened, it is what it is. You're wasting breath trying to apply blame, this, all that stuff. And no, the chances of Jared Parker going somewhere are slim to none. Yeah. So sitting up here talking about that is, is wasted energy unless something miraculous or different happens with people Bachwin in the building. That's just the way it is. As much as you want to give blame, give credit. That's 37 and a half points a game. Steve Angeli's looking good. So the Geno has value. And if that dude is improved, I expect that Kenny Minchie has improved as well. That's right. And I expect CJ Carr is going to take steps forward when he comes in next month or in two months. 
or if he decides to come in early and get 15 practices doing a bowl prep. That's value. So as upset as you want to be about this season, there's a lot of things to look at to say, okay, cool. And if the last, be honest, if the last hurdle to get over is to win big games, okay. That's the that's the last hurdle. Yep. And, and you don't you do that with talent, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm too. Georgia is a super talented team, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all can talk about Michigan's offense. Okay, I'm gonna let you ride on this. People just talked about Michigan's offensive line, right, against Penn State, taking the game over, right? They can't do that against Georgia. No. Go down, let, let them go down there and try that crap against Georgia. Georgia is going to kill Michigan if they play head up. Kill them. Because J.J. McCarthy is suspect, and you're seeing it. You don't run the ball 36 times when you know you got to do the quarterback. You don't do that. You don't do that. Did you see the passes he threw in the second half against Maryland? Very questionable. Two or three that should have been picked off? Nah. Nah. It's a reason why Sharon Moore is like, it's a reason why they started running the ball against Penn State, because they couldn't stop Chop Robinson on the first three series from hitting J.J. McCarthy. That means they're, they're suspect as an offensive line against speed rushes. So we're not about to sit here and act like Michigan's offensive line is just perfect. They're not. They're not. Did you their offensive coordinator will get exposed, just like anybody else against a talented team. They're too one-dimensional at Michigan right now. It's like, dude, we, man, I just, I don't, I don't have jealousy envy left where I look at other teams and I say to myself, oh, my God, I wish I had Michigan's offensive line. Oh, I, I wish we had J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy is not a dude. Remember when I laughed because they had J.J. McCarthy as the Heisman front runner? With under 2,000 yards passing? <laughs> like this, this dude. For me to be talking about a Chicago kid like this left, come on, man. I love my Chicago kids. But they're just, you know. Yeah, he's not. He he ain't it. Left, before we get out of here, C.J. Stroud, I want you to talk about this. C.J. Stroud has a defensive-minded head coach. He was asked about his three interceptions yesterday. He had two touchdowns, three interceptions, thrown for 300 yards for three consecutive weeks, and once again led a late touchdown drive for the victory against the Cardinals for the Houston Texans level. How might this point to Notre Dame? Well, Notre Dame also has a defensive-minded coach. That uh, And most defensive-minded coaches will tell their quarterback, just don't turn the ball over. You know, we're going to run the ball, don't turn the ball over, and, you know, we're going to play good defense, and that's how we're going to win games. I think D'Amico Ryans probably had that mentality until he saw, well, God, God dog, this, this, this seven dude is, is all right. Oh, this Tank Dale kid is, is, he's all right. Man, we drafted two playmakers. Isn't that amazing, love? How fast he can go. Woo, we drafted two playmakers. So we, we, maybe we don't have to just line up and run the ball and, and play to our defense. 
we can let this dude go. We can and be aggressive has, and back him up. And we got a Hall of Fame left tackle, so he knows he's protected on the back end. Hopefully, one of these quarterbacks can make Marcus Freeman feel like that left. That's right. I'm, I'm with Notre Dame fans to this point. It feels like that Marcus Freeman is your typical head coach that's defensive-minded, that just wants to run the ball, play great defense, keep it close. I don't turn the ball over. I don't take too many shots. But it's amazing how guys like Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, defensive-minded head coaches, when they get really good playmakers on mm -hmm. offense and quarterback play, it's amazing how they open up. Georgia didn't look like a closed-off offense with Mike Bobo against Tennessee on the road. Oh. Tennessee scores like that, 75-yard run. You know what Georgia does? They rattle off like 38-3 run, run or something like that left. Something crazy. You know why? They got playmakers. That's right. Lad McConnell, Rob Bowers, Kendall Milton, Edwards. Playmakers. Do you realize Beck is the only quarterback in Georgia to start his career? He has not thrown for under 250 yards left. I mean, yet left. Yeah. He's thrown for 250 every game. Easily. And the crazy thing left is they're finally getting healthy. They weren't even healthy all year. Now their offensive line is intact fully. That's scary. That's scary. And you're right, Matt Racky. That's a great comment. Mike Bobo, who was much maligned the first time around as an OC, but now he has much better playmakers than he had the first time. Just, genius. Man, look. So, Notre Dame, the next step, in my opinion, is winning the big games. And we've probably heard that for a long time. But you got you to gotta have the prerequisite playmakers. At quarterback, wide receiver, you just do. You just do. And uh, as much as we want to sit here and point to every position room and, and, and coach and all that, football is real simple, man. It's real simple. It is. And it is simple, too, from the fact that when you trust your playmakers and you put them in a position – to make a play, mm -hmm. coaching looks a lot more genius. I mean, I would look genius too if I was like, all right, third and what? Give it to 19. I don't care if I give it to him before the sticks or take a shot with him. Yeah. I know he's going to pick it up. So that's what Marcus Freeman is missing. And I think once he finds that, you'll start to see all the things he talks about come alive more. One of the things that I do want to point out, we'll save some of this stuff for tomorrow, but I do want to uh, salute all the seniors 
that play uh, the Super Bowl, watching Nana Asafa Menza do kneeling on the field in tears. I was like, yo, that's that's crazy. They had to pick him up, left. They had to come get him and pick him up and say, come on, man. You know? Yeah, um, and the way he spoke about Notre Dame and what it means and what it meant to him, um, yo, this is why you're a Notre Dame fan, in spite the, despite the frustrations. It's a special place. And uh, it's a special place. It's a special uh, set of media. Like I said, like, it's a great place to cover college football, man, because there's enough meat on the bone. It just is. And regardless of what happens, you're talking to a knowledgeable fan base, man, that really loves their team and loves the game. And that's the best, that's the best place to be in, as anyone can be when it comes to media. We want to hear from Aldrich Estimate on what could have possibly been his last game at Notre Dame. It's been a ride, a lot of ups and downs, but I'm so blessed that I chose this place. This place uh, honestly changed my life, honestly, for better. Like you said, I could come back. I could not. I don't know. That's not a decision I've made yet, but I'm just look, looking to finish these next two games, and I'm just so blessed to be a part of this great team and with a great, uh, great group of guys and great group of coaches and great refs, great media, great professors, and everyone. We'll go to your right on the third row. Hi, Audric. Did you feel any kind of wave of emotions that that could potentially have been your last time walking off that field? Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Definitely, um, uh, definitely, because uh, I never, I haven't made a decision yet. But like you said, it could be potentially my last time. And I know yeah, for a fact it's Sam Hartman's last time. It was JD. Uh, some of the guys on the defense is last time. A lot of the seniors. So just going hard with them the whole summer, dying and conditioning, just to be able to finish out strong like this and see the smiles on their face and see everyone's family on the field. It was just a great moment and a moment I'll remember forever. Yo, shout out to Seven, the Incredible Hulk. Um, I believe he's made a decision. And, and, you know, I'm sure, you know, he doesn't want to talk about it. You know, it'll come after the bowl game. But in the heart of hearts, the running back position, and similar to you, Left, like, you know, one of your main reasons for leaving was because of Brandon. And you didn't want to stunt his development and his opportunity. I think Aldrich sees that. Yeah, and I, and I do think that's a huge thing because, you know, it's a sticky situation. I'm sure yeah. Marcus Freeman's like, man, I, obviously I, w- I would want you to come back. Right. But damn, brother, we got... Yeah, what I love. We got Aeneas Williams coming in. Yeah, yeah. These do need to these do need to take off too. And 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 I ain't telling you you can't. You know, I don't want to be the one. Right. This is home. No, yeah. You, know, you don't tell your kids they can't come home. You know, they can always I come can't home. Tell you that, but I would like you to to graduate. You know, and 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 chase that money and you do all. No, it ain't love you now. You know, you you. <laughs> Notre Dame, love you, Audrey. Oh, man. You got to love Notre Dame, too, man. And you got to, you know, let us do this. Hey, <laughs> Don't lucky hold us hostage, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> lucky Lefty Podcast. Let's get through these grades real quick. Running back, left. Running back, it's one of those. Look, give him an A. Aldrich went for 100. Man, everybody, everybody, everybody got an A except that pass blocking, you know. 
We know the quarterback position good for Sam to finish stronger than he started. Yeah, but yeah, the the, the blitz pickup for the running backs is that's, we need him. That's, that's a stick in my car, or whatever yeah. they say. That's, that's yeah. tough. But quarterback, I mean, I quarterback A. You know, give Sam an A for his his yeah. effort against his former team. A lot of emotion. And all Offensive that. line, you giving them an A. Got to give them an A because they're the reason. Wide receivers. You're giving the youngsters, youngsters dominated. You're giving them a heck, everybody got loose. Tobias, Rico, Jaden, uh, Faison. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, everybody gets an A on offense, man. They, uh, and look, without saying the Notre Dame defense has been getting dude, give them a Listen, hey, yeah, let, them. let me tell you, hey, <laughs> let me tell you what stood out. Well, I tell you, I've been. It's not even coverage because we saw the one hundred interception a couple of weeks ago. Did you see the the wood that Christian Gray laid, laid on Saturday? I was like, oh yeah, yeah. As much as I love Cam Hart, I can't wait to see Benji and Christian. That's on what the, I'm saying. Right? Of guys, man. But hey, hey, give Sam Hartman one half against Stanford. Kick their butts. You saw what Cal did to them dudes. Like yeah, this ain't no on. excuse. Bang them dudes, and then the entire second half, let Steve and Jelly let them rock out. That's Steve it. and Jelly needs to rock out. Who cares what happens after this one? Appreciate you guys. We might do a double show. I have to see what's up with left. And uh, you can check me out. I'm about to switch over right quick and do mailbag, getting into some recruiting, big recruiting weekend. Did you see That's Ike right. Taylor in the picture he took with his son, Ivan Taylor? And Mickens, we trust. Go ahead. Hey, see boy. What you do, man. Hey, man, them Wheat Tims was fired, bro. I'm yeah. sorry. That's just who I am. Wheat Tims can do something, bro. You, man. Marcus Freeman had Tims in the office just sitting on the table. Like, yeah, we match it. <laughs> Love it. We'll see you guys, man. We appreciate you. Make sure that you spin it different. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com